Chapter Fifteen of Grandpa's Darlings by Pansy. This LibriVox recording is in the public domain. Chapter Fifteen Prayers. The next time I saw the two little girls, they were at Grandma's house. We were all there spending a vacation and having such a good time as was to be had nowhere else in the world. Gracie was a little three-year-old darling, as full of fun and frolic as a mortal child could be. Oh, the mischief that that morsel could get through in a day! It seemed to me that the little feet and hands and tongue must ache at night, but they were never quite ready to have night come, in fact as it drew toward bedtime she seemed to have more to do than before and many a nice plan was spoiled right in the best of it by the call to bed i don't suppose there ever was a child who had queerer ideas about things than our gracie had the most unlucky thing that could happen was to have her waken in the morning with the announcement gracie is a naughty baby this day she seemed to think that this made everything straight and nobody had a right to complain as long as she took the pains to explain to them what she meant to do sure enough from morning until night everything went wrong if she had planned everything that was to happen with the direct aim of helping her to be a naughty girl she could not have done it better so that we grew to dread the days that were begun with that sentence gracie is a naughty baby the worst thing about it was her serene unconsciousness of having done anything wrong hadn't she told us that she meant to be naughty very pleasant days those were in which she announced with bright eyes and smiling face gracie is a good girl to-day and a good girl she would be troubles that in her bad days would have caused a perfect tempest would roll off and not leave a shadow behind them why can't you always be such a sweet pleasant little girl i would ask her after one of those sunshiny days i can see now the astonished look in her great gray eyes as she said why auntie bell this is my good day i'm not a naughty baby to-day at all but i can't always be good you know it is about the close of one of the naughty days that i want to tell you a great deal of mischief had been done the last being to burn her little fat finger in taking hold of a certain stick that she was not to touch the finger was done up in cotton after a vain attempt on grandma's part to put a claster on it she seemed to think that a claster was something a great deal harder to endure than a burn and screamed as hard again over the prospect of having one on as she did at the accident at last she settled down and we said good-bye to the people downstairs and mamma and she and i went up to get ready for sleepy time sober talk was going on all the time the chubby cheeks and hands were being washed and when at last the white nightgown was on and buttoned from throat to toes her face was grave and thoughtful well she said looking into her mother's face and speaking slowly and solemnly i've got a good deal to say to-night haven't i i wish i had come that last time when you called me i shouldn't have felt quite so bad then it was so near night i should have thought i could have remembered 
mamma which do you think is the baddest thing that i did to-day i don't think i can tell mamma said with a sober troubled face and that isn't the thing that you are to think about anyway it makes no difference which is the worst thing everything that you knew was wrong to do has made jesus feel badly and you want to ask him to forgive you for them all besides you want to ask for a new heart so that you will be willing to try not to be so naughty there was never a time in her little life that gracie wasn't ready for an argument she tried to get one up now but mamma if i could find out which was the very baddest thing that i did i could make up my mind that i certainly true would never do that again and then i would be sure not to be so bad next time don't you see i shall have to confess that i felt very much like laughing she was such a little bit of a mouse and she was trying so hard to be wise but her poor troubled mamma did not smile i see that you don't know what you are talking about she said i can only hope that when you are older you will be a great deal wiser this was certainly hard for a little girl who thought she made a very sensible remark she gave a little bit of a sigh and then knelt down beside her mamma very slowly and reverently she went through the prayer that i think every little girl in the world must know now i lay me down to sleep after the amen she always added a little prayer that she said came right out of her own heart and tonight it was dear jesus please bless gracie make my heart not feel so bad make me feel just as though i was a very good girl and take away my naughty sins and give me some good sins that was really the most that gracie knew about it there seemed to be no use in trying to make her understand that everything that wasn't right was wrong and that god thought so it troubled the mamma a great deal to see that her little girl was getting the idea that because there were some things that she didn't do and that other little girls did do therefore she was a much better girl than they after all do you think that is so very strange grandpa said as she talked it over with him after we went downstairs why there are older people than she who reason in just that way it isn't an hour ago that i was talking with john about not speaking in a very respectful manner and he said i never swear anyway jim white used to swear every time you told him anything that he didn't want to do i knew you didn't hear him very often but that was the way he used to do i never swore in my life and the poor fellow looked as though he thought i ought to call him a remarkably good boy because he had reminded me of a sin that he never was guilty of that is the very feeling that gracie seems often to have mamma said don't you think it's strange i don't know how to deal with it i don't think it is an unusual feeling by any means said grandpa in fact i don't know but every one has more or less of it don't you remember how the man in the bible prayed lord i thank thee that i am not as other men now i wonder if you can think why i am telling you this talk which sounds very sober to you perhaps the reason is 
that these words of my dear father set me to thinking. I have thought of them a great many times since, and I have been very much surprised to see how many times I have had just the same thought, how many times I have found pleasure in thinking, well, I wouldn't do as that girl did for anything, as if God cared anything about that. I wonder if you ever have any such thoughts. I must tell you about another of Gracie's prayers. It was at the close of a long summer day. She and Minnie had been playing from early morning away into the evening, and a more weary little being than the one who slowly clambered up the long stairs, yawning at every step, could hardly be imagined. She was very independent, though, as usual. She wouldn't be helped. She would take every single step herself on her weary little feet. She would unbutton the brown boots, and unfasten the blue sash, and unstrap the white stockings, just as usual. At last every pretty little garment was laid carefully away, and Mamma said, now my little girl is all ready for her evening prayer. No, Gracie said, and I can seem to see the little determined face that she gravely turned toward her mother, and hear the decided ring to her voice as she said it. No, Mamma, no prayers tonight. Oh, yes, said Mamma, gently and coaxingly. My little girl don't want to go to bed without asking Jesus to take care of her tonight and thanking him for giving her such a happy day. Yes, she did, she said, want just that. She was tired of saying a prayer every single night of her life. She had done it for ever and ever so many years, ever since she was born, and there was no use of always doing it. She couldn't say a single prayer tonight. And she laid herself down in her little white bed as though the matter was settled, and to all Mamma's coaxings she answered just that one sentence, No prayers tonight. Mamma looked very much puzzled. She wasn't in the habit of allowing her little girl to do just as she liked. In fact, Miss Gracie had been very carefully taught to do just as Mamma said, which made it seem all the more strange that she should suddenly take the control of herself in this way. I felt very badly. I was sure that Mamma would think that she must make her little girl do just as she told her, and the poor little thing was so tired and so determined to have her own way that I felt sure there would be trouble. There we stood, Mamma with the little boots in her hand, I with the lamp in my hand on the way to the hall, and Gracie in her crib looking solemnly up at us. In a few minutes the troubled look cleared from Mamma's face, and she said in a quiet, grave voice, "'Very well, if my little girl wants to go to sleep and lie through the long, dark night without asking Jesus to keep her, why, she will have to do it. If it were something that you were to do for me, I should have to make you do it. But Jesus doesn't care anything about prayers that people say because they are obliged to. He will not make you pray.' He does not care for your prayer if you don't want to say it. Come, Auntie Bell, you and I must go downstairs. Little Gracie was astonished. She had never been deserted in that way before. She turned her great, wide-open eyes full on her mother, 
but she hadn't the least idea of giving up her own way for all that don't you mean to kiss me she asked in a very sober tone no i think not said mamma in an equally sober way i can't think you care anything about my kisses when you don't care that you make me feel badly besides if you don't care for jesus love i am sure you can't want mine and still gracie kept her grave face downstairs we went although it almost broke mamma's heart to go away without a good-night kiss from her darling for about ten minutes she fidgeted around downstairs near enough to the door to hear any sound that might be made in the room above then we heard a little body roll out of bed and two small feet rushed across the room to the stair door and a trembling little voice called out mamma it took only about a second for mamma to answer that call and by the time she reached the room above gracie was ready to rush into her arms and with a burst of tears she said gracie wants to say her prayers she does want jesus to take care of her she does want your kisses and a perfect shower of them she got through a great many tears the evening prayer was said and in five minutes more the little girl was in a happy sleep how much better it was to manage her that way than it would have been to whip her into saying her prayer auntie julia said in a burst of admiration over the mamma's management grandpa had been walking the floor wearing a sober face during this time when either of his darlings were in trouble it always sobered grandpa's face i wondered just what he was thinking and pretty soon he told us i can't help wishing he said that every one's heart was so tender so willing to melt when jesus has been grieved i wonder how long it is before we call to him after we have hurt his feelings by having our own way grandpa had such a strange way of talking about these things just as if jesus were right here with us End of chapter 15